Good afternoon. It's Saturday, the 25th of September, and now I'm finally here with the NFL picks for Sunday and Monday. I've got seven plays, three straight-up sides, three combination of same-game parlay, parlay, and teaser, and then one exotic three-leg three parlay. Spent a lot of time on putting this card together. I ended up, and I'll go over it in a second with all my leans, I ended up with loving all the favorites pretty much if I liked the game at all. I had one, two, four, about nine favorites. Well, eight. Eight favorites and one dog, and I didn't like that. That doesn't, it didn't feel right. It's too many favorites. Just feels pretty square, and, and if you're square, you end up losing money as a general rule. Now, hey. Maybe it's a favorites weekend, and I'll regret not playing a lot of these because I only ended up with three of those that I really liked. And then I had three sides. They're all under, which I liked, but I didn't really like them enough to play them straight, so I got some exotic action on that. So here's what it is. There are six teams that I really think will win straight up, as in get a W in the win column no matter how they do it. Buffalo, Arizona, Denver, Dallas, Cleveland, Baltimore. Those teams will win for sure, well, you know, in my humble opinion, they're going to win the games. Three of them I liked enough to cover the spread. Three of them I didn't like enough to cover the spread. So I'm going to include some other bets to get to a reasonable, nice, fun, and profitable card today. So here we go. The games that are actual side, straight-up bets, the simple bets, Arizona minus 7.5, Buffalo minus 7, Dallas minus three on Monday night. That's available at FanDuel minus 120 currently. The, game, the, the points will move up and down. So get the three on that. Don't don't kill yourself with the hook and lose by half a point if Dallas wins by a field goal. You want the three. Again, I think it's probably a six to ten point win, but I'm not taking any chances with that one. Um, commentary on those. Jacksonville is just... That's a hurt locker. They're, they're just, they don't have it. Arizona is explosive. They've got it all on firing all cylinders. Even though I'm giving up the hook at seven and a half, I love the game. It's going to be hard to believe it. that could be a loss on the spread. Buffalo and Washington. Buffalo's at home. Buffalo's a lot better team than, well, you know, they're, they're as good as people thought they were going to be. Let's put it that way. Washington wins the division last year with. Uh, or the 500 or a losing record. And they're not as good this year. They lost their quarterback situation. Fitzpatrick was supposed to be the guy, and, of course, he's hit or miss. He's either five interceptions or five touchdowns. They don't have that option now, though. They have a guy who's maybe more of a game manager, which is okay with a defensive squad. The Buffalo at home is going to cover the seven points. Worst case is a push. And then Dallas at home. This is um, a game that should be 6 to 10 points. Dallas has the advantage in most facets of the game. And this may sound crazy because everyone thinks that Philadelphia defense is all of a sudden a world beater. And that Dallas is just a facsimile of last year's um, sieve that they had. Dallas actually has a better shot on defense in this game than Philly does. They're getting turnovers. They're, they're a bend-but-don't-break type situation. Philadelphia's defense isn't as good as they're showing. That's just that's just what it is, and anybody that says different is going to be proven wrong. Apologies to Philly fans. 
Um, those are the three sides. Now, what I came up with, and I want to go, you know what, I'm going to go through the other games that were leans. Tennessee minus five is a lean. Decided against that. Indianapolis could easily win or get it within a short point spread. Uh, Baltimore minus seven and a half. Detroit at home. I don't see one in the game. As I said, in my, the teams that will win, Baltimore is one of them. Detroit could cover that. Cleveland minus seven. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Chicago is not in good shape. Field starting, you never know what's going to happen there. I like Cleveland to win. I don't feel comfortable for sure taking the seven, but that was a close call for the fourth side. Denver minus ten and a half. Love that, really. Jets suck. Ten and a half. Don't like it. I should say Denver to win the game. I love ten and a half is too much. I have a hard time believing that babyface Wilson over in the Jets is going to throw four interceptions in about two minutes. Uh, Tampa minus one and a half versus the Rams. I, I can't do that to the Rams at home. The Rams could be the team that ends the hopes of Tampa Bay for an undefeated season. Green Bay plus three. It's at San Francisco. San Francisco's kind of got problems. But you know what? I don't think Green Bay is not as good as they were with Aaron Rodgers, boom, 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 last week. And they're certainly not as bad as they were in the first week when Aaron Rodgers threw for a dozen donuts is about all they got out of it. Um, and then I said I had Dallas minus three. So those are the, the sides. The, the total that I like, I like the Arizona game to go over, but not enough to play it. Tennessee, Indianapolis to go under, not enough to play. Those are two defensive teams, well, especially Indianapolis. Uh, and with a quarterback situation, it's going to be more of a defensive focus. I don't want to talk myself into playing the under at this point. Uh, New England and New Orleans under the total. Denver and Jets under the total. Dallas and Philadelphia under the total. Again, that's contrary to everyone thinks, again, that it's going to be a fireworks show with Dallas has no defense, and Dak Prescott throwing for 160 touchdowns or something in, in a game. Not going to happen. Ezekiel Elliott's going to get the ball, and he's got a little extra incentive since his running mate back there, uh, Tony Pollard, hit over 100 yards and showed him up, and now you get all the pundits in the world. Dallas being the public darlings that they are, all the talking heads want to talk about how Ezekiel's washed up, he should be the number two back. Just knock the crap off. It's just disgusting the way they are trolling for viewers. But um, the under is the play there, just like it was last week with the Chargers, which was a winner. All right, so you saw the three sides. Now, three, we'll call them the exotics. These are hardly real exotic, but uh, same game parlay. This was available at DraftKings. So you can parlay it the same game, adjusting the line to Denver minus two and a half, and the game under 47 and a half. And believe it or not, it's the same game parlay, only minus 115. I love that play. Obviously, you have to win both sides. They won any money, but getting Denver to only win by a field goal rather than 11 or more, love it. And under 47 and a half instead of under 41 and a half. Hello. Those are two plays that individually would just slam maximum bets down on if you could have minus 110 at 2.5 and minus 110 at 47.5, but you got to combine them to get there. The next play is Cleveland and Baltimore. 
on a teaser bet at minus 120. So you're getting six points on both, leaving you with Cleveland minus one and Baltimore minus one and a half. Comparing that to the parlay, the parlay would have been minus two and a half and minus two and a half at minus 112 for saving the eight points, but gaining, but losing a point and a half on Cleveland and a point on Baltimore. The trade-off is not worth it. Take the teaser at minus 120. The third is New England total and Dallas game total. Uh, New England teased up to 50 and a half and Dallas up to 60 and a half, taking under on both and parlaying it, not a teaser, just I should say alternate lines, New England's game under 50 and a half and alternate lines, Dallas under 60 and a half on a parlay is minus 112 at DraftKings. Again, individually, those two are bombshells. You got to take them both at maximum bets if they're separate at minus 112 or minus 110, but you got to do them together. But again, now comparing that to a teaser where you're getting six points, it's, it's not you're, you're gaining uh, eight points with New England and eight to nine at some books for Dallas. So much better than the six-point teaser and actually only minus 112. So you're getting a better line and better numbers on that. So parlay on that one. And the seventh bet was a special offer. Uh, very, very high offer at uh, FanDuel, but you can get this without an offer at FanDuel. You can get it other books as well, Tra- DraftKings for sure. But it's a same-game parlay with three legs. And here's what it is. It is, and I mentioned this before, Zeke Elliott's going to have a good day. Zeke Elliott, so this will be the Dallas game, Monday night. So it'll be fun for Monday night football fans, whether you're a Dallas fan or not. But the value is definitely here. So... Zeke Elliott, over 61.5 rushing yards. Again, same game parlay, so that's leg one. Leg two, the total for the game, under 55.5. Not as good as the the, uh, parlay I just mentioned, but it's going to go under 55.5. And the third one, this this allows me to get it to plus 400 odds, 4 to 1, so a 4-unit win because it's a full unit play is their double bet, meaning Dallas to be winning at halftime by any amount of points and Dallas to win the game by any amount of points. So essentially taking a money line play on Dallas, but instead of paying some pretty good juice just to win the game by one or more, now you have to win the game by one or more, but also halftime by one or more. So it's a little bit harder, obviously, because Dallas could be behind and then win the game. But generally, winning the game and winning half, winning at halftime is going to be a little... There's going to be a decent amount of correlation there. Certainly enough to justify the fact that the odds for the line come way down. So anyway, put, put that together. Now, I'm not sure what books all have a double line. Go to FanDuel if it's not available anywhere else. Or just parlay that up with a money line win. Or you could do a four-leg with... a that's the other way to do it is do a four leg then with uh, Dallas to win the uh, win money line at halftime and Dallas to win money line full game. Then you have a four leg parlay, which is also nice. So it could be, yeah, it can be created either way. Shouldn't make it any harder than it has to be. You can create it any book you want. Um, big payoff. Feel good about it. It's, uh, I'm going to give it a 40% chance of coming in. That's how I, I figured out. And again, I'm, I'm 
it's a little harder to get an exact number on that, so I'm estimating at 40%. But at a 4 to 1 or plus 400 payout, again, if you give me 10 chances at it, I'll take all 10 shots and I'll win four of them and I'll be up a heck of a lot of money. So to recap, um, Arizona, Buffalo, Dallas on the spreads and the Dallas and New England parlay under 15 and a half, under 16 and a half at minus 112 for the totals. And then the same game parlay, Denver minus two and a half and under 47 and a half. And then the teaser, Cleveland and six point teaser, Cleveland and Baltimore minus 120. In the same game parlay, Dallas winning at halftime and the game by any amount. Dallas under 55 and a half and Zeke over 61.5 rushing yards. This is a solid card and spent a lot of time trying to whittle down what seemed like a square play to begin with. So good luck with these and we seem to be doing pretty well with college football so far. So